Patience is a podcast. Episode two. Connection. I feel everything in life is needed. Everything in life you need a connection to. You need a feeling from it. You need to get something of value from it. Everything in your life, you need to get something of value from it. That's why this. That's why this type. The title of this episode is connection because I'm trying to make you see, and also see myself, that everything in life you need to you need to have a connection with it. Because if you don't have a connection with the things that you have in your life, you aren't gaining aren't fulfilling any purpose with that thing or that person or whatever it may be you need to have a connection with it let's say if it's your job if you're feeling empty and lost and unappreciated at your job that means you don't have a connection with it that means you aren't growing that means you aren't doing anything of value then that means you need to pursue your purpose pursue your passion Pursue you. Too many people go through life thinking they just need to have a certain number. No. No. You don't need a certain number. You need a connection. That connection could be with one person. One child. Whatever. Reason why I say one person or one child because I'm not just... I'm not just dumbing this down for men. This is for everybody. So you you need a connection with one person. Whatever your sexual preference, whatever you want to be, have a connection with it. Because if you're lost trying to find out who you are, you're never going to get any fulfillment from anything. I've had too many conversations with people that don't have a connection with themselves that feel lost within themselves, that they have nothing to give the world. You have to have something of value to give the world. Because if you don't, too many people are going to sit around hating the way the world is, wishing they could change, but they aren't putting anything of value into it. They aren't putting anything of value into it. If everybody, and I'll keep it small, if everybody in your household did something worthwhile, that would spread to your next door neighbors and so forth. So just think about it like that. You have to have purpose. You have to have value in your life. You have to have a connection with things in your life in order for things to be in order, basically. You can't just live life with no connection. You can't just live life with no purpose. I haven't had a connection or purpose with much. My entire life is just that these later stages in life, I'm beginning to feel and beginning to want a connection with things. I value friendship a lot more because I've put so much into people to where everything that I put into them, they took it, they used it, but gave nothing in return. So I had to learn that that wasn't personal, that was just the person.
You have to learn that you're you. You're not a part of who you're in a relationship with. Yes, you're in a relationship with them. Yes, you're married to them or boyfriend, girlfriend, father, son, mother, daughter, whatever, whatever. You're, you're not that person. So if there's neglect there, if there's abuse there, you need to detach yourself from that situation and see what both of you are putting into that relationship. Because just because they're your mother doesn't mean you have to continue to take the abuse. The same thing goes for your father. same thing goes for your wife, your husband, whoever. You don't have to continue to take the abuse. Because you're not connected. You're not one. You have to be around people. And you have to be of things that you have a connection with. You You don't have a connection with the abuse. You don't have a connection with the neglect. If things are bringing you down, you have to let someone know how you're feeling, first of all. And if they take heed to what you're saying and actually try to help the situation, then there you go. But if they don't, and the abuse and the, and the neglect and the negligence, I, I, I know I just said the same thing, but if it continues, then you need to separate yourself from that situation. You need to. That's the only thing that's going to make it better is... Open dialogue, communication, because sometimes that's all people need is communication. I'm seeing that in my personal life. That's all you need is communication. And if the if communication can't mend those fences and build those bridges, then it's a, it's, it's a safe bet to walk away from that relationship, from that person, from that thing, from that job, from anything. If you go to your boss with your grievances, not in an angry way, but if you produce at your job and whatever it is that you do, you, you're still producing something. No matter what your job is, you're still producing something. Something of value is coming from your efforts you put in. And if you're unhappy there, let it be known that you're unhappy. Try to see if it's anywhere else in the company that you can go. Try to see if it's any other businesses that can take your knowledge and what you give and grow and nurture it and cultivate it not just keep you there not just keep putting you down not just put you down because I once worked with uh, this is a long time ago I once worked with I once worked for McDonald's. Everybody knows what McDonald's is. There's a McDonald's everywhere. I once worked for McDonald's and I didn't work that long. The reason why I quit was because they didn't give me my raise at, at six months. I waited six months and two days and they didn't give me my raise and I quit. That's the honest truth. I talked to them about it up to the six months and my performance was great. Everything like that. They held back on me, didn't give, give me back my response of leading up to the six months because as soon as the six months I was supposed to get my raise, I was supposed to get uh, actually a raise and promotion. I waited six months and two days. Well, actually a week and two days. A week and a half, maybe. Maybe two weeks. I immediately separated myself from the situation because I saw how unhappy it made people. But that story wasn't supposed to be about me. I used to work with this guy older guy no need to speak but I can I can say his name this was 21 years ago um I, his name was Mike I believe he's a younger guy but he took on the role of manager he took on the role of 
oh my gosh, taking the orders, making the burgers, dropping the fries, everything. We took on the roll of everything. And I went to him one day and I said, why do you do everything when you have a crew of people here? And he said, well, I have to be the example and I have to and I and I have to be the leader. If you see me doing it, you're gonna follow suit. And I look at him and I said, No, we're not. You're just gonna to continue to do it, and I'm gonna do my job and I'm gonna go home. You're gonna go home stressed because of all the work you did. I'm gonna go home okay because I did my job. There's something else out there for you. I told him that at 16 years old. I quit. So I don't know what happened to him. So this isn't like a happy ending story. I don't know what happened to him. But during that conversation that we had, he said, you know what? Nobody's ever told me that. Everybody just, oh, that's Mike. He works hard. You have more to give. If you just look at it, all the tasks that you're taking on at a, at a job that you feel is meaningless, because too many people say, you know, you can't get anywhere. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. You can. You can. You, you really can. I know people at my job who, who, work, who work for my company, which is just a grocery store. You know, there's grocery stores everywhere, so just give it the name of wherever you are. It's a grocery store. <laughs> but um, just just because you start somewhere, it doesn't mean that's that's where you, you end. It's all in what you put into it and how people and how you make people feel around you. It took me a while to get to the position that I'm in. That's because I wasn't under the correct. I wasn't around the right people in the beginning. Everybody who was good and everybody who I could follow that path to quicker success either retired or got transferred and there goes a relationship. But I know people who in six months to a year went from pulling in carts, bagging groceries to management positions. Five years later, they're store managers, they're district supervisors. That's because they knew their worth. They had a connection with something. They loved what they did and they let that manifest and they let that grow. And they got themselves connected with people who shared that same passion. True enough, their work took them there, but you gotta be noticed. You have to be noticed. If you're that special teams player on the end of that bench and you just get out there, special teams, don't feel down about that. Don't feel down about just being a special teams player. Have the energy. Learn the entire playbook. Maybe it's a new position out there for you. You never know. But. <clears throat> morning, man. But. Just know. That. Just because you're one thing doesn't mean you have to stay there. Too many times we say, yeah, I started on special teams. Started as ball boy. Started as this. Started as that. But that special teams player can get out there. And he can take every rep. Every rep he gets. He can go out there and he can be he can have the most energy on the field. 
He can make the tackle to stop him from returning the touchdown. He can cause a fumble and score a touchdown himself. But I always look back. Good morning, man. I always look back at the movie Invincible starring uh, Mark Wahlberg. Portrayed, he portrayed the, uh, the man Vince Papali back in the 70s. Philadelphia Eagles weren't doing so good and they held a tryout for the entire city to come out there and try out. It was deemed as a publicity stunt just to get fans interest. And But one man stood out. Vince Papali stood out. He was a bartender. But he played football. Played football with his neighborhood. In his neighborhood with his friends. Great athlete. Great athlete. And he actually made the team. Actually made the team. Started off as a special teamer. Just did the grunt work. Did the grind. Learned that, learned that very well. Wound up, I believe, in the movie, wound up getting the key hit in the game, causing a fumble and scoring a touchdown. And that's thing you know, he gets a contract. He didn't make the Hall of Fame. He's not in the Eagles ring of honor. But to the people of that community, to the diehard fans of that team, he's probably the most important Eagle one of the most important Eagles ever because he was a fan. He was connected to something. He was connected, a connection with himself and he believed in his ability. He didn't take no for an answer. And he reached his, he reached his dream. He reached his dream. He reached his dream. I myself don't have a similar story, but I, 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 I won't give up. I won't give up upon myself because I want a connection with people and I have that now. I've always had it, but now it's more on a broader stage. I want that connection with people to know that you can overcome. You're not stuck in your situation. You're better than your situation. You just have to believe and keep going and stay consistent with yourself. And know that one day I'm going to wake up and my life's going to change. One day my hard work will pay off. You have to believe that. It may not be at your current job. It may not be in your current situation. But you're building yourself up for better. Always know that. You're building yourself up for better. You are building yourself up for better. I know too many people who dream too much. Too many people dream too much. They have so many ideas. They want to do so much. And they fail at everything because they don't have the drive and the focus and the determination for one thing. They don't have the grind. They don't have the grit for one thing. Have every angle for your plan A, but make sure you have a plan B. Not A through H. Because you're going to wear yourself thin trying to do too much. That's like I tell my children. I ask my children, what do you want to do with your life? And they all told me. And I also told them, I'm going to help you as much as I can and give you 
as much of myself as I can, but I also want you to know that you have to have a plan B. My daughter's 11 years old and she got a letter of its of a letter from a college. It wasn't a generic letter. It's a college came to visit her school and whoever she spoke to saw something in her. This is the same daughter that I've told you all that was being told she could skip a grade. She's that intelligent. But I also had to deal with the teacher last week who seemed to try to seemed to try to diminish that fire and determination she had by putting her down. And I did what dads do. I did what dads do when I went to him and I confronted him about it. And I told him how it made her feel. And I told him she's not going to disrespect you in your classroom, but you also know that you can't disrespect these children. You can't disrespect these children and their dreams and their goals. You can't. Because my daughter has a connection with something. My daughter wants to be a professional basketball player. I told her work for that. I told her have have the desire for that, but also know that in order to get that, you have to have the desire for something else. You have to have a plan B. So work hard, study on that goal, play hard, practice for what you want to do. Because that is going to take you further. That is going to be there for you forever because sports are only going to last for so long. But I want to speak on that connection and that desire that herself and for my other four children have as well. Just like B. Just because you don't hear her on this podcast does not mean she's not a part of it. She just doesn't have the passion I have for it. It's like she told me, this was my baby. I have a connection We'll get my husband off my podcast. I will. I still and will forever will forever have a connection with that podcast. But I knew I had to continue on with something. I know I have more to give. And that's all I want you to know. For right now, this is just the first segment. But I want you to know that you have to have a connection with something in order to get fulfillment from it. In order to have happiness. To continue with the idea of having a connection with everything you come across in life, emotions can also be a connection as well. Meaning, how you feel about something that you can't touch sort of brings out more of an ability to want to fix it, like my ability to want to change the world. I can't physically put my hands on it. But mentally, it really affects me to the point to where, to the point to where everybody I come across, I want to try to uplift. I want to try to bring a smile. I want to try to bring different. I want to try to make that situation much, much, much more better for that person. 
So I want to tell you guys a little story of something that I came across. I was on social media and I've let go of everything that I really wasn't focused on, like follow-wise, like everything, everything and everybody that I follow, it really didn't have any relevance to my life or what I want to do. So I cut it all out, cut out all the useless junk and just focus on the people that want to be there for people. There was this little girl named Ariana getting her hair done on a Instagram live video. Just typical routine thing, you know, just about the same way that that Candace would do the girls her. I'm sorry, B, I can't, I, I can't keep saying that. And B would do the girls her, you know, but, but she doesn't like record it, you know, for, for Facebook live or Instagram live or something like that. But this particular time, this woman did. Because that's that's her business. You know, she does little kids her. She does her, so she wants to advertise it. This little girl, Ariana, looked into looked into the camera and she, and she could see herself. But her only response was, I'm so ugly. This is a beautiful little girl. Her only response was, I'm so ugly. And the woman doing her hair, and I'm, I'm going to give a little backstory on them as well. They, they aren't celebrities, so I had to do a lot of digging to find out personal things about people who aren't celebrities, so just bear with me. But the woman doing her hair, you know, turned her around and told her how beautiful she was, told her about her skin, her eyes, her hair, everything, every great quality about this little girl who shouldn't even know what beautiful and ugly is. But in this day and age, unfortunately, you do at an early age and it really affects you. So a little backstory. Um, her name is uh, the woman that did her hair. It was uh, her, her Instagram tag and her name is Lil Wave Daddy. So I'm just going to say that. She says Ariana is my boy, my boy best friend's stepdaughter. So they gave her a place to lay her head. And just a couple of weeks before this, this was actually a couple of days ago, so a couple of weeks before this, he was sentenced to two years in jail, and she's just been trying to be a blessing to everybody who was a blessing to her. She doesn't want anything but love reciprocated. So that means give back what you give and just give love, basically. I say that to say this. There's a tag saying artwork for Ariana. And if you search it, you'll find nothing but beautiful pictures of this little girl. They don't try to make her look like anything that she isn't, but the way that they drew her, the way that they have these shirts made and this movement started now, just off of this little girl, there's so many little girls out there that feel that way. They go through that. They go through those moments where I just don't feel beautiful. I don't feel wanted. I don't feel... I don't feel so many little girls and unfortunately there's so many little girls of color who feel very very just just down all the time for no reason everything else is superior that girl's beautiful because or those clothes look good because why can't i have that or why can't i have this or why do you treat me like that most little girls just take it and that's wrong most little girls just take it. 
And then it grows into women who hurt and it grows into relationships being broken and you're not really knowing what your issue is because no one tried to nurture it just like this woman did with her. No one tried to nurture it. She could have just said, oh yeah, whatever, turn around, let me finish your hurt. But no, she made it a point to give at that moment. She made it a point to have a connection because maybe that was her years and years ago. Maybe that was your daughter. Maybe that was your niece, your little cousin, your granddaughter, your sister. And you took that moment to give. Step outside of yourself to give confidence and to birth something that is there but just needed to be nurtured, needed to be cultivated, needed to be cared for. Because you never know how you can affect a person no matter how long it takes. Your words, your actions, your deeds can affect people. They can. And another focus on connection is how everybody from across the world drew a picture no matter what it looked like no matter what it looked like and they sent it to her and I bet that little girl has confidence as the and I saw a picture and I saw one of the pictures that was her depicted standing on top of the world this big little girl standing on top of the world my thing that's her confidence right now not not her not her concede, being conceded or something like that. But no, that's her confidence. She's bigger than the world right now. She doesn't cry because of what she looks like. She doesn't cry. She's happy because of what she looks like because maybe what she thought was an imperfection was just a difference from someone else. Maybe all of her friends look alike. She wonders why I don't look like them wonder why my hair isn't long wonder why just wonders why anything because as I said before social media lets you grow up a little too fast and lets you start seeing your body as your body right now instead of your body and your mind what it's supposed to be you're thinking this is what you're supposed to be right now when it's not it's not even if you're a certain age, 35, 40, you, you, you're still not done. You can be reborn again. You have something to give. So you must have a connection with it. I know I've said that word a lot, and that's going to be the difference in this podcast. That's going to be the difference in this podcast. I'm going to try to get your attention with one word. And then you're going to have to find out what that word means to you. So the connection you have with your feelings, and you have to have a connection with your feelings first in order to care, in order to take away from your life to try to give to someone else that you may never even meet. And I've done that plenty of times where I've seen children get bullied I've seen children get bullied and I reached out 
there was a little girl a long time ago, and I forget her name. I don't honestly forgot her name because I uh, don't have the picture anymore on my phone. But she, she got beat up real bad, real bad. But my connection to my kids made me gave me a connection to her as well. And I reached out to the parents. I reached out to whoever I could just to see what I could do. No, I've done that quite a few times. But I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm nobody. I'm nobody, so I wasn't looked at. Just like that one uh, thing that made national headlines. I wish that little girl story would have made national headlines as well back then. But you, you know how fast the world changes. This was like five years ago. And that little boy whose mother made him say that this and that happened to him, this and that happened to him, and they got so much money. I even reached out to them immediately, immediately. And I got a direct message from his sister saying that, oh, well, I thought you were, you know, an athlete or something like that. And that hurt me. That hurt me. Because I can't just care without a bank account. I need to have a bank account to care. I need to have something to give to have a heart. Like financially. No. No. You just have to have a connection with things. Just like I saw in my wife and my mother and my daughters, that little girl Ariana, who just needed, who just needed to step outside of themselves and look at themselves. Like, look, I'm just not saying this because, and you guys have known because from listening to the, to, to GMH and P, you know the issues that Candace had. Candace was Ariana. My daughters are Ariana. Everybody who grew up like that is Ariana. I'm just giving it her name now because that story connects and intertwines with so many little girls these days. But you must have a connection. You must. You must have a connection. So continue on with the idea and the execution of having a connection with everything in your life. Previous episode, I spoke on Maya Moore, the professional basketball player that took a hiatus from the WNBA to focus on wrongfully wrongfully convicted Jonathan Irons, who has been incarcerated since he was 16, I believe, for a crime he didn't commit. Well, a few days ago, the judge just overturned that conviction and he will be released from prison. That there is having a connection and having determination and a purpose for something in life. Not only did she give up on herself, did she not think for self, she thought for for the betterment of another human being that she didn't know. She just thought she'd use her platform and and just her determination and her heart to at least help and try. 
And as we know from the recent the recent news we heard from the man that got executed in Alabama is just it's different and not to say that that you know those two things sort of are, are better than another just because he got it was also fact that that gentleman there was also and I I don't I don't have his name in front of me so I'm sorry I, I know you've heard about the case but um that gentleman there was also had witnesses to state he didn't have a gun and this and that and just like what I heard today about Javier Torres who was running with a pizza box and you know he was slain by police as well so I mean it's just it's it's back to the connection I'm not trying to go into you know police brutality or anything like that I'm just saying from Maya Moore's connection to that case and that purpose and if we all had just just used our ourselves, not even just because she's a professional athlete, it, it doesn't matter what you do in life. If you're passionate about something and you have a connection to it, you, you can you can work wonders. Honestly, you can. If enough people are convicted into that, and for that common goal of equality for all, and we can we we can change. We we can we we can change. I mean, I know it sounds sort of cliche, and you know, but if you if you if you really think about it, we we can make a difference. We can make a difference if we all just put forth some sort of effort instead of stop thinking for self. Just like you know, when I mentioned the little girl Ariana, everybody that poured into. That just to put a smile on a child's face. That's that's all those pictures were for. Just to put a smile on her face. And it worked. And it worked. It worked. Little girl has the confidence to stand on top of the planet right now. And it's... I'm really at a, at a loss for words right now because I just got the... I just got the... The word that the NBA has canceled the rest of their season because of the coronavirus, the outbreak that an actual player, Rudy Gobert, has contracted the virus. Just just saw Tom Hanks has it, and and I mean, it's worse than the flu. True, yes, it's a pandemic now, so I mean, it's it's an outbreak, and it's something to watch out for, but. I'm not trying to joke when I when I say this, but to stop the spread of the flu is just being clean and not being clean to the point to where you basically don't want to come outside. But it's just everybody should take precaution. Everybody should want their hands to be clean. Everybody should want every surface they touch to be clean. Everyone who works with the public should want everything to be a hundred percent clean. It's just it's just the right thing to do. So now that everybody is scared now no more human interaction. Everybody wants a, a fist bump. No more hugs. No more, you know, no more giving you giving your man five or nothing like that. And it just feels weird, weirder than it was before. You see everybody with masks on and the mask don't protect you from anything because it's airborne. 
the mask doesn't protect you from getting the coronavirus or the flu, for that matter, anything. I mean, you walk around with all these masks on and everything like that. What if you get food poisoning? You got to eat. So I I just, I don't mean to say that to just jump into a whole other thing because I honestly hate getting political. And I really don't like speaking on religion because it just jumps to another subject of what you don't know compared to what I know. If I know more about religion than you do, I'm automatically got my spot in heaven before you do. And that's not necessarily true. That's not necessarily true. That is not necessarily true. I don't go off of what you know or what you can quote or what you can say. If you live your life the right way, you're just living your life the right way. It's not because you're living your life because I want to go to this place after I perish. I want to live right now. I want forgiveness now. I want love, honor, and 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 protection from my fellow man now I don't want I don't want to do this for something I don't want to die and then be like well you know I did this and did this and did this and did that but you know that's not the case that's not the, the way you should live your life that's not a reward I'm waiting on I want the connection to people now no matter who you are because it's not like we go out there and we go out there in the public and we got this checklist of, well, do you follow this? Do you do this? Do you do that? Well, if you don't do this, I can't talk to you. No, we we love everybody. As you guys know who listen to Get My Husband Off My Podcast, myself and my wife, we we love everybody. We love everybody. We want everything to... Every, everybody can have a piece. Everybody. Everybody can smile. Everybody can have whatever they want. It's not about being selfish. But I honestly feel that's the way this world is going. It's, you know, about being selfish. I yawned a couple of days ago, and this lady looked at me, and she said, you need a mask. And I said, for what? Because I'm sleepy? No, I don't need no mask because I'm sleepy. I need to go to sleep. I don't have anything. I'm fine. It's just people's perception and the scare tactics and the way that they the way that the media scares the hell out of people but nobody's paying attention to the fact that 50,000 people were cured of this disease or whatever you want to call it this sickness yeah 3,000 4,000 people have lost their lives unfortunately but there's so much more you can put your focus on there's so much more you could do And I mean, there's this virus that everybody is paying attention to, but there's been a virus on in this world, in our society, in your city, in your neighborhood, on your street. There's been a virus as long as I've been alive. It's called poverty. It's called the education gap, health care, parenting, homelessness, crime, racial 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 crime. I mean, the way the government's been hiding things, that's a virus. I mean, everything I mentioned is a virus. So now that everybody's focused on trying not to get sick, we're already sick. You're already sick. You're already sick with your influence from social media. You're already sick with your need to please everybody. You're already sick with your 
not really understanding that a relationship's over with. It's constantly calling, constantly texting. You sick in the mind from wanting that person back who's just trying to get away because you aren't healthy. That's a virus right there. You're not right with yourself. So how can you expect somebody else to be right with you if you're not right with yourself? Now, all of a sudden, everybody's worried about catching the coronavirus, but you're still a racist. Now you got a reason to hate us now. Everybody, every, every, everybody has this sickness now. Everybody has this virus. So now you got a reason to not talk to somebody. You already had a reason. You didn't like me because I was black. So, I mean, there's so much more to be, there's so much more that we can fix. Instead of just running out there buying hand sanitizer, expecting that's going to cure you, expecting you're not going to get it because you got the most hand sanitizer. No, I can. you can still catch the disease. You can still catch AIDS, but you got all the hand sanitizer. <laughs> I mean, damn, there's, there's, there's nothing stopping. There's nothing stopping death. Nothing stopping. Nothing stopping that. Nothing stopping that. See all these people buy all this water and all these canned goods and all of this stuff. And I know I'm jumping off subject, but I'm just saying. I see all these people who prep for doomsday, prep for the zombie apocalypse and all of this shit. What if you die from choking on a chicken bone or something like that? You don't know how you're going to die. You can't protect yourself from death. So just live your life. Just, just live your life. Everybody on the planet is scared of something. I mean, they, they've shut down countries. Italy shut down. Like, the entire country, it's shut down. I just read they don't, they don't have to pay their mortgage because of the coronavirus. Because everything else is shut down. If, they, if that comes, like, something that we have to focus on here, that, that, that they shut the transit system down, then my, my kids can't get to school. My wife and I can't work. I know for a damn fact my mortgage company or my uh, whoever we rent from is not going to say, well, you don't have to pay. Don't worry about it. I know for a fact <laughs> America's not going to do that, as greedy as this country is. But there's so much more than that people can, can focus on. And all of a sudden you want to worry about a disease. We've been had diseases. It's like I just mentioned. Homelessness. It's, just, it's so many more diseases out there than viruses that you know that, that that could have been fixed, and all of a sudden everybody's going to pour onto this time and this money and this effort into this one thing. But you know, it's the way this world is. We're connected to the wrong things. We are. We're connected to the wrong things. I don't mean to jump off subject or jump into that whole rant, but hey. It is what it is. I'm going to let you guys know something, though. Too many times I mentioned divorce on previous episodes to get my husband off my podcast. And with the theme of this episode right here being connection, I honestly feel that my wife and I have our are slowly getting that connection back. And not the connection of husband and wife. That's going to come eventually. But the connection of 
Harrison and Candace. We're no longer looking at ourselves as individuals because we're getting to that point to where we understand who we are as individuals. And now that we understand ourselves as individuals, the relationship is beginning to come back. We still have our moments. We still argue. But, you know, who doesn't? It's just for this past, I want to say, three or four or five days. Compared to constant fighting. Constant, every day having something to fight about. Now we've been laughing a lot more, and I actually enjoyed that a hell of a lot better than the fighting. <laughs> but anyways, that's just finding that connection again. And uh, I can't really thank you all enough for the connection that you have to this podcast and the connection that you still have to get my husband off my podcast because we're going to surprise you guys. That podcast isn't over with because we're we're going to surprise you all. You know, she's focusing on more things with her life now because, you know, as you guys know about her, uh, her health issues aren't really issues anymore. They're just you know, things she has to monitor, things she has to go forth with. And then her job, she's getting more and more responsibility at work. So she's working more. So, you know, that's taking her away from wanting to stay up and, you know, do the podcast and come up with ideas and study for this and study for that. Because we still have five kids, by the way. <laughs> and, uh, so it wasn't like she's just no longer on this podcast because she, you know, me and her were having issues. No, we had issues on the on the podcast. I know that, but you know, we just it's it's for the it's for the bigger picture. Honestly, she's still focusing on her book, but to focus on yourself, to have something to give yourself, is a hell of a lot different than having something to give other people. Because if you don't have anything to give yourself, what can you offer someone? And I'm not saying that she was just lost because she wasn't, but but you guys know everything that she went through individually, not just being married and being a parent, but being an individual, everything that she had to go through, like the sudden change and the sudden shock of everything happening all at once. I couldn't like, I honestly couldn't do anything as her husband would be there. Because God will test you and God will put you through things as an individual for better down the road. We may not see it, but we just got to believe that there's better coming down the road. And it is. It's better coming down the road for everybody. For everybody. You just got to go through your storms. Everybody has those storms that they have to go through. That's what connects us as humans. That's, that's what keeps us connected. That's what keeps us connected. The ability to fight, the ability, the ability to persevere, the ability to keep dreaming. That's what keeps us connected as humans. And like I said, I just wanted to thank you all for the continued support. And the thing the themes of these episodes will just be focused on that one word that you see. And I just want you to key in on that and like with this one being connection, 
just key in on that and look at the things in your life and see what you're connected to. Who you're connected to. Are you getting anything back from that connection, basically, is what I'm saying. It's what I've been saying through this episode. So I want to thank you all once again. This has been episode two of Patience is a Podcast. Episode three, Chaos.